0: Today on the Inside Scoop, Miami has Jimbo Fisher coming to town, but also a ton of recruits. We're going to talk Texas. They're trending up for some prospects, and they're trending down for some prospects. We also have George McIntyre, the number two quarterback in the 2025 cycle, sitting right here at the desk for an interview. But first, we're going to start with the game of the week. The Longhorns are rolling into Tuscaloosa this weekend for one of the most anticipated matchups of the season texas versus bama is here and guess what you're not the only one that wants to watch it there's going to be dozens of elite recruits on hand to watch this battle as well and we're going to talk about some of the most important visitors here in just a second but first i need you guys to do me a favor you're watching the inside scoop right now on the on three youtube channel we have a new home next week we will be on the on three recruits channel I need you to do me a favor and hit that link. I will drop it in the description of this video, but we are moving. So all you Inside Scoop fans, head on over to On3Recruits. All right, let's bring on Andrew Bone of Bama Online. Andrew, huge list of expected visitors over on Bama Online. You guys got that running list going. I want to talk about some of the key guys that are going to be on campus. And let's start with five-star athlete Terry Bussey. What's been going on between Bussy and Bama behind the scenes? And do the Tide have a shot at pulling him away from Texas A&M? Because it sure feels like he is a lean in that direction.
1: Yeah, it certainly seems that way, uh, Terry Bussey has uh, yeah, visited Alabama one time. He visited back in April. So this is only his second trip to Tuscaloosa. I think if they would have been able to get him back on campus during the summer and then gotten him back for the official visit this weekend, I think Alabama would have uh, had a a lot better chance with him. Now, going into the weekend, I would say they're probably – maybe fourth, fifth on the list. So we'll see if Alabama is able to uh, gain some momentum this weekend. Obviously, it's a huge game, great atmosphere. You know, he's going to be a lot uh, around a lot of Alabama commitments. I think there's 16 or 17 mm. confirmed Alabama commitments who are going to be in Tuscaloosa this weekend. He's going to be around the coaching staff, obviously, and uh, you know, he's going to see a great game. So we'll know. Mm. Probably, you know, Monday, Tuesday, uh, a little bit more about Terry Bussey's weekend. Uh, you know, hope to have uh, some some inside scoop on the Bama Online message board on the roundtable. So go check that stuff out uh, after the weekend. But, yeah, I mean, this is going to be big for Alabama to make a strong impression because he is going to be making a decision uh, later on this month. I think he's set to announce on September the 28th, Texas AM. m Currently considered in the driver's seat. Obviously, there's some other schools that are in the mix as well, including Texas and Oklahoma. Uh, but Alabama is uh, is right there. They're go- they're going to try to make an impression uh, this weekend and see if they can you know potentially sneak in and steal one uh, you know away from uh, from the home state schools.
0: Yeah, we will see. You know, visits like this. It, it seems like Terry Bussey is destined to end up as an Aggie, but visits like this, games like this, can change minds. All right. Let's move on to the defensive side of the ball. Edge Solomon Williams, he already took his official visit to Alabama. It went well, and he'll be back in Tuscaloosa this weekend. It seems like Alabama's in a good spot, but Texas, they could be making him a priority if Danny Okoye goes another direction. We'll talk about that later. But what what's your read on where Bama sits with Williams as he's expected to announce later this month?
1: Yeah, Alabama's been high on uh, Solomon Williams for a long time. They extended him an offer back in January. Now, he didn't get a chance like many recruits did and, and get a chance to uh, visit many schools during the spring or summer. I only visited a couple schools during the summer, uh, Alabama, Oregon. UCF, and then he took uh, a trip to uh, Texas on that last weekend of July. So Texas is trying to make a uh, you know, make a run at, at Solomon, but I think Alabama is in the driver's seat mm-hmm. uh, up to this point, and he is expected back in Tuscaloosa this weekend. Now the biggest thing with Solomon Williams is: is he going to make a decision this month? or will he continue to take a couple of official visits? Because there's a lot of schools that are out there that are still trying to get him to wait a little bit longer, take some official visits. But uh, you know, when you're around a, a program in that type of environment and that school is leading in your recruitment, sometimes it's tough to, uh, to not go ahead and jump on board. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on, uh, on Solomon pretty closely this weekend and see if he potentially makes a decision uh, shortly after the, uh, the return trip to Tuscaloosa or if he stretches it out a little bit longer.
0: All right. Now, Daniel Hill, the running back out of Mississippi, he was set to make a decision a couple weeks ago, like two weeks ago. I think he was going to make his decision and it seemed like it was going to come down to either South Carolina or Alabama. He paused it. He hit the delay button. No word on when he will decide. But Alabama hosting him this weekend, like you said, with Solomon Williams coming out of this visit. Do you think there's a chance that we could hear of Daniel Hill being ready to make a decision?
1: It's possible. Uh, Daniel Hill was uh, expected to announce a decision on August the 23rd. Mm -hmm. I think South Carolina was in the driver's seat heading into that week, and the Gamecocks certainly felt very confident. And It's been more so an Alabama-South Carolina recruiting battle for the last few months. Last year – he said that Alabama was in the driver's seat, that they were the heavy favorite for him. He, I think he went to just about every single Alabama home game last mm-hmm. football season. I think you, you go on the uh, his profile page on On3, and I think it's 12 or 13 visits that he has taken to Alabama, as compared to maybe three to South Carolina. His family really likes Alabama a lot. Even though his dad played at Mississippi State, he's been a big, uh, big pusher of the Crimson Tide over the last uh, almost the last year. So we'll see what happens this weekend. As of right now, he does plan on waiting a little bit longer. Taking mm-hmm. wants to take some more visits this fall, including a trip back to Columbia. He also wants to get to Knoxville and check out Tennessee again. So. We will see if anything happens and potentially changes with, uh, with Daniel Hill this weekend, but Alabama continues to press hard for Daniel Hill in this class. They don't have a running back commitment uh, quite yet. Now, they did sign two of the top four running backs in the country <laughs> in last year's class with Justice Haynes and Richard Young, but they're still aiming to sign at least one great back in this class, and uh, Daniel Hill is one of their top overall targets.
0: Yeah, they've had their sights set on Hill for quite some time now. We'll see what happens coming out of the weekend. Now, I was perusing Bama online like I normally do every day, and there was one name on the visitor list that kind of piqued my interest, and that's five-star linebacker Demarcus Riddick. He's expected to be in Tuscaloosa. Now, he flipped his commitment from Georgia to Auburn about a month ago. What do you make of him showing up in Tuscaloosa for this game?
1: Well, I think the biggest thing with De- DeMarcus Riddick is does he show up in Tuscaloosa because he was originally supposed to visit Alabama for the Middle Tennessee State game. Then his mom told us uh, last week that he was going to uh, be making it for the Texas game instead. He went to Auburn this past weekend, said some comments, said something about uh, he was glad he went to Auburn. Uh, and yeah, not yeah, Alabama. We saw those. So We'll see if, uh, you know, we'll see if he ends up making it to Tuscaloosa. But obviously a lot of people want to get to that game, uh, you know, regardless if, know if your interest in Alabama is high or not you want to get to Tuscaloosa to watch Alabama Texas at 6 p.m. uh, at Bryant Denny Stadium so I think the biggest thing with DeMarcus Riddick if he does make it to Tuscaloosa this weekend is does he end up coming back to Tuscaloosa a little bit later on in the season does Alabama uh, feel like it has a chance to potentially flip him down the road Are they going to spend a lot of time and effort recruiting him while he's on campus or even after he visits Tuscaloosa? Because they really liked him early on in the process. They pushed for him. They recruited him all the way up until the end uh, when he announced his uh, flip from Georgia to Auburn. There hasn't been a ton of communication between the two sides since his decision. He seems like a very solid commitment to Auburn. requested tickets for this game. So, uh, so Alabama's providing, and uh, I think they're just going to kind of see uh, where it goes from here. But, uh, but as of right now, he plans on being in Tuscaloosa on Saturday night.
0: Yeah, hey, I'm sure when he was on the planes last weekend for Auburn's opener, the Auburn Tigers staff was doing everything they could to probably get in his ear and tell him to skip that visit next weekend to Tuscaloosa. But like you said, hey, let's just see if he shows up. And who wouldn't want to? All right, let's turn the page here for a second. Let's go to the 2025 cycle. QB recruiting's heating up. Uh, Top guys are emerging. Teams are identifying their top targets. And one of the big names is George McIntyre. We opened the show saying that he's going to be here. He's from Brentwood Academy. He's a hot name right now. LSU, Tennessee and Alabama all heavily involved. He's going to be in Tuscaloosa this weekend. How high is he on Alabama's QB board? And where do you think the tide stand right now with McIntyre?
1: Alabama loves George McIntyre this has been one of their top overall targets in that 2025 class and you know going back you know looking at the guest list there's obviously a lot of 2024 guys that are going to be coming in but you start looking at 2025 and 2026 you see the all the top ranked kids that are coming in it's almost mind-blowing I think there's between the 2024 to 2026 class there's 16 or 17 players ranked number 1 or number 2 at their position in the country and George McIntyre ranks number 2 as the number 2 quarterback in the 2025 class. Now this is a kid who's visited Alabama several times including two trips to Tuscaloosa during the summer was there in June and then attended the Champions Cookout uh, in late July as already developed a really close relationship with uh, several Alabama commitments, including uh, two pretty big name wide receivers, uh, Jamie French and Ryan Williams. Ryan will at least be in Tuscaloosa this weekend, so we know that he'll be uh, trying to recruit George to Alabama. But as of right now, I think that Alabama, Tennessee, probably duking it out, I think, LSU probably also in there a little bit, but in the end, I see him choosing between Alabama and Tennessee. Obviously, Tennessee's uh, you know, going all in, making sure he feels like a top priority. Uh, we saw Josh Heupel attend McIntyre's game. Uh, you know, Nick Saban doesn't do that. Nick Saban hasn't gone to a high school football game uh, I think since 2011, so he's not going to be going to any high school football games uh, just to see prospects this cycle or next or even in the future, <laughs> but um, I know that Nick Saban considers George McIntyre one of his top targets. And he's certainly, I think, this weekend going to make him feel that way. There's going to be so many top kids that are on campus, and you have to go through so many names that are in town, and you have to really kind of pick and choose who you're going to speak to, who you're going to spend time with, who you're really going to show a lot of love to. George McIntyre is certainly going to be one of those guys.
0: All right. Well, it's going to be an exciting weekend. Now, George isn't in any rush to make his decision, but Andrew Bone, is there anybody that you have on commit watch this weekend?
1: Yeah, I'm always looking at, uh, at any potential underclassmen classmen that might decide to pop. Um, you know, especially when you when you look at some in-state guys that that are going to be coming in. Miles Johnson, uh, mm-hmm. out of T.R. Miller linebacker that received an offer from Alabama earlier this year or, or back in the summer. I think he's a guy that we're going to be watching closely. I think in the 2024 class. We're always going to be watching Solomon Williams and Daniel Hill, see if anything were to happen uh, with those guys. I I think in the 2026 class, one name, I don't know if he's ready to make a decision just yet, and and probably prior to uh, the summer, Alabama was on the outside looking in. But in the 2026 class, I'm probably looking at uh, Tank Jones out of uh, St. Paul's uh, down in Mobile. You know, this is a kid that you know has very high interest in Alabama. Now, as far as making a commitment this weekend, probably not going to happen. But I think Alabama's going to have a chance to really make a, a strong move with him because uh, going into the summer, Alabama's probably on the outside looking in. I think they've started to make a real strong run at him. He, he's going to be the number one recruit in the state for that 2026 class of. So, there's going to be a lot of underclassmen that are in town from the state of Alabama in 2025-2026, so this is a great opportunity, you know, for Alabama to make a strong impression, but you know, to continue getting those guys back more and more throughout the throughout the season. This is just the second game of the of the yeah. college football season. You have so many top names that are going to be in town, and there's going to be a lot more throughout the uh, throughout the year.
0: Alabama will have a chance to make a statement on the field and also off the field with some of these elite recruits that will be on campus. Andrew Bone, you'll have it covered all weekend on Bama Online. Thank you for dropping by the Inside Scoop today. Texas is currently ranked 18th in the country, but they are looking for more today. We're taking a look at key targets for the Longhorns. Who's trending up and who's trending down? So let's bring on Jerry Hamilton of Inside Texas. Jerry, we got some good news. But first, we're going to start with somebody that is not trending towards Texas. And that's Danny Akoi. And one of the reasons he's not trending towards Texas is your fault. You put in a prediction this week for him to go to the Oklahoma Sooners. Jerry, what's
2: up with that? First time Sooner fans have liked the pick of mine. I guarantee you that. Um, But look. I think his mom being on making his official visit to Oklahoma for the first game of the season. His mm-hmm. mom was on that trip with him. She had not been on any other trips, Josh. We'll see now how long that recruitment goes. And he's made visits. He made a June official visit to Texas. She did not go. He was at LSU. He was at Alabama. He's been to Tennessee. This is really the first time she's gotten involved in the recruiting process from a visit standpoint. Now we're going to see how much longer this recruitment's going to play out. He's scheduled to be at Texas September 16th for the Wyoming game. He's scheduled to be... Uh, at Tennessee September 30th, Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe LSU on the 23rd as well. We'll see how long this one plays out, but uh, this was the first visit mom's been on, and uh, she's not one that's big on travel, and she liked the schools closer to home in Oklahoma State you're at, uh, but that was not going to happen.
0: All right, well, we'll see how much further that recruitment goes, but if Danny Akoy is trending towards Oklahoma, does it make the recruitment of Edge Solomon Williams even that much more important?
2: You know, that, that's a great question, Josh. There's Texas, as P, PK, the D coordinator, Pete Kwiatkowski, remains in contact with Solomon and the coaching staff at Carrollwood Day there in Tampa. They continue to talk about an official visit date. Official visit date hasn't been set up as of, you know, Monday late afternoon. So we'll see what transpires there. Um, Alabama's been considered the favorite for Solomon coming out of the uh, visit process this summer. He's scheduled to be in Tuscaloosa Saturday for the big game, Texas at Alabama. Uh, A&M and Oregon are also very much in play there with Solomon Williams. So we're gonna have to see if that official visit date gets set up or does Kevin, Collins Simmons, and Zena uh, both committed to Texas. Is that too much for Texas to overcome?
0: All right, let's talk about one five-star recruit that is trending heavily in Texas's direction. That's five-star cornerback Kobe Black. But is there something to be concerned about? How much of a threat is LSU with an official visit this weekend where Kobe Black will be in Baton Rouge?
2: Yeah, Kobe's scheduled to be in Baton Rouge for that official visit. Uh, That one's been scheduled for a while. I think Texas A&M is the number two team right now to Texas. Kobe was at Oklahoma State last weekend. Obviously, his brother plays there, plays corner, uh, plays defensive back for the Cowboys. I think right now A&M is the number two team. We'll see. Can LSU do enough on this weekend's uh, official visit to maybe be a real threat? But right now, I think it's Texas a Texas leads Texas A&M. I think
0: Texas fans just want this recruitment to be over because it's felt like forever that Kobe Black has been favoring Texas. But if you let these other teams hang around long enough and then take some visits, anything can happen. Is there any chance that Texas can get this closed out before? Well, we know he's going to go to LSU this weekend, but maybe before A&M can get him back on campus
2: yeah that, that's the big thing i mean a m and alabama are still have fighting for official visits have some dates out there for official visits that's the question you know he's gone from probably committing in december to now oh, it could be in the month of september we'll see how this plays out but i think Uh, I I think people around Kobe black would also like this recruitment to end, but I do know Kobe black wants to go take his visits and go to some college games because he knows this uh, process is coming to an end soon for him. And as an early enrollee,
0: that's understandable. All right. Now we're going to talk about five-star offensive tackle, Brandon Baker. He isn't necessarily trending. Away from Texas, he's not necessarily also trending towards Texas. He's actually trending towards Oregon, if you look at the recruiting prediction machine. But the Longhorns consistently kind of chip away at that lead. They now have 25% of the recruiting prediction machine for the Longhorns. How do you feel about where things stand between Brandon Baker and Texas right now?
2: I think if this thing comes down to a final two, when he's sitting at the dinner table with his family, Texas is going to be in that final two. The question is, is it going to be Oregon, as many expect, or could it be Ohio State? He's got the Nebraska visit on September 16th. That one will be interesting to me to see how much uh, of a dent Nebraska can make. Um, I still think this one's trending towards a Texas-Oregon decision uh, from everything I hear, but I'm not going to count Ohio State out of that mix. He hasn't been on campus at Oregon in a while now. He's been to Texas twice. Obviously made the official visit to Ohio State in June. Uh, but I think Texas continues to receive some positive feedback there. But this is a long way from over.
0: All right. Now we're going to switch it up to five-star wide receiver Ryan Wingo. 46% of the recruiting prediction machine says Missouri. 25% to
2: Texas. Jerry, you buying this Missouri hype around Ryan Wingo? I think it's interesting that he didn't jump on like Williams and the one area and commit to Missouri after that new legislation Uh, came out. Um, I think that's interesting to me. But I think one of the reasons is he's got to visit the Texas September 16th. Uh, That would be his third trip to Texas in about a year and a half. Uh, I think that will be a huge visit for Texas and for Wingo. I think in the next week or so, we might hear about a date coming out, more of a timeline for his decision. Mm -hmm. It's been December, it's been December, but there's been some questions about that. I think a big thing with this recruitment right now He's been scheduled to go to Tennessee September 30th. Does he actually make that trip? Um, I think right now it's Texas versus Missouri battle. I think Sarkeesian, Chris Jackson, they've done a really good job there. I think Ryan Wingo can envision himself playing and being a student athlete at Texas, no different than he can at Missouri. So I think the Texas visit will be huge, and does he take that visit to Tennessee at the end of September? That will tell us a lot about where this recruitment's headed from a timeline perspective.
0: Yeah, I definitely felt like after Williams Winery committed to Missouri, it was like kind of a no-brainer. Oh, well, then they're going to also land Ryan Wingo, one of the best players in the state. But as it kind of goes on, you know, I'm not so sure about that. One last five-star I want to talk to you about, and that's Micah Hudson. This is kind of like the reverse Kobe Black. He's been (laughs) trending to Texas Tech heavily since june i mean it's almost kind of a foregone conclusion that texas tech was going to land him but then july comes he doesn't commit august comes he still hasn't committed now here we are in september is there anything texas can do to land the number one wide receiver in the state of texas
2: i I think the longer this plays out the better is for texas and texas a and m uh texas has maintained contact with micah hudson throughout all of this even when It looked like it was imminent. He was going to commit the uh, Texas Tech this summer. The one thing about Micah is once everybody thinks he's going somewhere, he tends to push back on that. (laughs) The other thing that's interesting about Micah, Josh, is all these kids that initially said they were going to commit in December or at an All-America game in January, 99% of those kids have peeled off of that. Is he going to be the one that doesn't? If he doesn't, that's a long time for Texas Tech to have the target on their back, especially when it's Texas and Texas A&M coming after him.
0: Absolutely. All right, Jerry. Well, hopefully for Texas fans, this video here, this was just a distraction to get you to the big game this weekend. Texas versus Alabama on the road in Tuscaloosa. So no Texas is not hosting any recruits, but Jerry Hamilton recruiting never stops. Thanks for stopping by today on the Inside Scoop. You got it, Josh. We have a chance to sit down with one of the best offensive tackles in the country today. Four-star Jordan Seaton of IMG Academy is joining the show. Seaton is the number two-ranked offensive tackle in the country and the 41st best player overall according to the On3 industry rankings. So let's bring on my guy Jordan Seaton from IMG Academy. Jordan, with so many recruits coming off the board during the summer, did you think about committing and why
3: are you taking your recruitment the distance? I just want to say thank you for having me. And, um, yeah, to your question, um, the reason I want to uh, just wait out on my process is some guys, some recruits, you know, some guys, people uh, rush things. And I like to see the big picture of everything. you know, know the little things, know the in and outs. And just being able to have the opportunity to wait this long, I'm blessed. And definitely, definitely uh, just being more patient in my recruitment. All right.
0: So, you set six official visits. You took one during the summer, and that was to Alabama, the only trip, the only official visit that you took. Then you set your fall tour. Now, flashing a graphic yep. up here on the screen that shows you have LSU on the 9th, Florida on the 16th, Oklahoma on the 30th, Ohio State on October 6th, Oregon on November 10th, and then South Carolina on November 18th. But, Jordan, you sent me a text last night saying all these visits have essentially been changed. So let's yes. go through this and talk talk about it. So
3: this weekend, are you going to be at the LSU game this weekend? I will not be at the LSU game. Right. Uh, my mind's pretty much on Ben Davis, the high school team we play. Okay. So that one for now is, is postponed right? slash
0: canceled, right? Postponed slash canceled. All right. Her. Let's go to the next visit on this list. Nine sixteen next weekend. You were set to go to Florida. Or is that visit yes. still happening? That visit will still happen. Just be postponed to a later date in the season. Uh, okay, so we're postponing the Florida one till later in the year. Got it. Now yes. uh, September thirtieth, Oklahoma. Is that one set? That one is set. I'll be down there in a Sooner Nation. All right, we can lock that one in.
3: Okay. Yes. Sir. October sixth, Ohio State. Is that going to take place on october 6th that will take place but not on october 6th we're moving it prior to a date uh i want to say sometime in november we're working on the dates now me and Coach okay
0: Fry. oregon next up is november 10th oregon is that one set
3: oregon is not set right now oregon uh, the date is still to be determined but i definitely want to get down to uh eugene Okay, cool. Now, the
0: last one that you had on your schedule was November 18 to South Carolina. Does South Carolina still get a visit?
3: South Carolina would definitely still get a visit. It won't be on the November date, but they'll definitely have a chance to get a loop and get a shot.
0: Okay. Now, you told me that you're definitely going to add one official visit, and
3: that will be to? Uh, the, one, the one school that I'll be adding is, I want to say Florida State. Okay, now
0: we'll get ba- we'll get back to Florida State in a minute here. Uh, you're also you told me you're going to take one big unofficial visit. Yes. And you're uh, going to check out who?
3: Colorado. Coach <laughs> Prime. Do
0: you know when that will be? Do you want to try to make it for a game?
3: Uh, yes, it'll definitely be a game day visit. Um, I want to say sooner than later, if I had to put it, if I had to put my finger on it, it'll definitely be sooner than later. So, I like what they've been going doing down there. Oh man. <laughs> right uh, All right, I definitely like the-
0: Yeah, we're going to double back on Colorado. I want to talk talk yeah. firstly about some of these teams. Uh let's start with your what was going to be your first official visit. That was LSU, but oh, that one is postponed for now. So let's start with Florida. What about the Florida Gators that has your interest?
3: Uh coach Rob Sell uh he, he, he calls the plays. He's an online coach. He knows it in and out. He got help from Coach Stapleton, um, Coach Billy Napier. Um, he's a hands-on guy. I love his energy. I love his passion. And I love that they, they don't really try to recruit. They try to make it uh, as family-oriented as possible. Um, their background, they're coming from Louisiana, so they do know how to develop guys. So getting a guy with my caliber at a school like that, um, it could be very scary.
0: Has <laughs> location helped the fact that you're at IMG Academy? You've been able to make it to Gainesville a couple times?
3: Yes, location uh, from IMG Academy to Florida has been an easy trip. Um, I want to say it's about maybe two hours, three hours, nothing none, none too, uh, too far that you can't make. So the location has definitely helped with the crew, recruiting process for the Florida Gators.
0: All right, I want to talk to you about Ohio State. How did they get involved in your recruitment? And where, you know, where do the Buckeyes
3: stand with you? Um, Ohio State's kind of always been in my recruitment process. Um, Me and Coach Fry, we've been on since, I want to say, my sophomore year. Um, He's been coming around. uh, Recently, I was at St. John's in D.C. Him, uh, D-line coach, and uh, the head coach, they have all came to my school multiple times. And just them showing the consistency and the passion that they have, and they know how I can be at a school like that, definitely. Help them right now.
0: Okay. Now we're pushing Oregon back to a TBD. We don't know the exact date there. Yes. Um but you said
3: you definitely want to get out to Eugene. What intrigues you about the Ducks? Um Eugene's been my dream school since I I can remember. Always watching DeAnthony Thomas. You know they always had the flashy jerseys, the nice facility, mm-hmm. all that and I definitely want to I definitely want to see how everything fits with them um Coach Alik Terry, he came to my school. He came to my school, uh, St. Uh, not St. John's, IMG right now. Um, he'd been at my school a couple times. And him showing him showing the, um, the passion that he has for the game, the love that he has for the game. Being a younger coach, he still has that young juice energy, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, sometimes we can relate because the age gap is not as different as, uh, you know, somebody else. All right. So now – South Carolina.
0: It sounds like they might get a visit, but you also said that you might fill that void with Florida State. So originally, Florida State wasn't part of your fall tour. Why now, Florida State?
3: Um, Coach Atkins. Uh, we actually talked last night. Um, he's a uh, good. Uh, he's uh, he's, a, he's a he's a heck of a, a teacher. Um, when I when I did my visit, he uh, he kind of instead of like. Um, recruiting wise, he kind of like sat back and taught me like, what, how do I learn? Like, how do I learn plays? How do I, how do I adapt to learning new things? And just knowing that he's able to teach, uh, teach you in all different types of ways is definitely a great thing. And um, Florida State, on my first visit down there, I loved it. I mm-hmm. love Florida State. So the Noles are definitely in a good spot right now.
0: But why did they not make your initial cut for an official visit?
3: Um, at first, I was really kind of skeptical to see what they are going to do with the season. And just um, just seeing what they produced and what they everybody's seen in live, uh, that they're showing that the ACC, ACC is definitely a good spot to be in. And the SEC doesn't really matter that much now. You can play anywhere.
0: All right. Let's talk about Coach Prime and everything that he's got going right now in Boulder. Did you have a chance to watch the Buffaloes win over TCU?
3: Yes, I definitely got a chance to watch that one. I think what was your impressions world, of the win? Uh, my impression was they can play ball and not, not to everybody just to brag or not, but, uh, that boy, Travis Hunter is the real deal. And hopefully, uh, I can block for Shadir Sanders one day. Maybe it might not be now, but he could be in the league also, but he's going to go also. All
0: right. Um, have you talked to coach prime yet? Have you had a chance to actually talk one-on-one with him?
3: Uh, we haven't spoken yet. Um, my contact has mostly been Tim Brewster, Coach O'Boyle, um, the whole recruiting specialist. They all just made a point to me that if you're serious about us, we're serious about you. So um, they reached out again. They kind of came a little bit later in my recruitment pro- recruitment process, but uh, they they got a shot. They always have a shot. It's prime. You can't say no. that's right all right how much
0: does nil factor into your recruitment i talked with this about everybody that comes on the show and you know the answers vary but for you how much does it matter when you're talking with these college teams
3: um nil with the world that we live in today nil definitely plays a role in everybody's recruitment now um i want to say with me i'm more focused on the development piece of everything um I, I definitely I definitely want to reap the benefits that come with the new system that the college football has came to and everything like that. But it doesn't play that much of a role for me, but I definitely would like to reap the benefits that come with everything. All right. Now, do you watch college football on Saturdays? Yes. I try to get as much as I can when we play on Friday nights.
0: Yeah. And what do you specifically watch for when you sit down on a Saturday morning and turn on college football?
3: Um. All right, we can talk about this. I like this. Uh...
0: Inside Scoop fans, how did week one go for you guys? Some of you are just now coming out of your weekend hangover just to realize that there's another weekend full of big games right around the corner, but you don't have your tickets yet. That sounds like a nightmare, but don't let this be the way that your season goes. That's why I'm here to tell you about game time. It is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the big time matchups. Game time will get you to this year's biggest college football games with elite deals on last minute tickets and the best price guarantee. Don't stress over getting into your favorite team season opener or the biggest rivalry game of the year. There's only so many big games you can go to and you need to get these tickets at the best prices. Game time is the place for last minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. We already did. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. That's why I love them. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets on all the sports and entertainment events. You can even use Game Time for concerts. GameTime is the place for last-minute ticket deals. So here's what we're going to do. Snag the tickets without stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code INSIDESCOOP for $20 off your purchase. Create an account with the GameTime app and use promo code INSIDESCOOP for $20 off GameTime tickets today. Terms apply, last minute tickets, lowest
3: price guaranteed. So I recently watched the Tennessee game. So uh, I was watching the left tackle 74 and when I watch the game, I kind of, you know, some people just look for the oohs and ahs, but I'm a lineman at heart, so I'm going to watch what the O-line's doing. And what 74 did uh, from Tennessee, he kind of showed out. He balled out, and I guess everybody's seen that clip of him pushing guys sort of uh, off the field, like uh, the blind side. And I like to model my game after after guys like that with integrity like that and also uh, just keep getting better. But I look for the little things, like what they do on outside zone, what they, what the pre-snap calls are, you know, I'm i I'm, I'm I'm detailed as they come in uh, online and understanding the game. So.
0: Yeah, I'm sure as a recruit, as a prospect that's being recruited by some of these teams, you definitely probably have a different perspective on a Saturday than say I do. Uh, You, you are in Florida (laughs) now, you're in Florida now, but you didn't grow up in Florida. So who were you a fan of as a kid when watching college football?
3: College football. Um, my my dream school's been Oregon for forever. I don't know how. I just watched the Anthony Thomas on YouTube one day, and I'm like, "Geez, I want to go there. I want to do that." Back then, I wanted to be a skilled guy, but hey, man, I'm a big boy now. So yeah, it
0: didn't it didn't work chain. out that
3: way. Um, it's okay. <laughs> sure.
0: It's okay though. You know, hey, it's okay. You gotta you gotta just work with what you got. got. <laughs> yeah, you almost got me. Um, all right, so. You have all these teams. Um, it's very early. You haven't taken your visits yet. But do you have a leader right now?
3: Um, if I had to pick a leader, I definitely want to say uh, Bama might be the team to beat. Um, they were my only official visit this year. I only took one in the summer, and they kind of set the standard for every, everybody else. So mm-hmm. um, if I had to pick a leader right now, it would definitely be Bama. Do you
0: plan on getting back to Alabama this fall or at least before you make a decision?
3: I would definitely like to get on another unofficial there. Um, see see a game day environment. See what it's like. I spent a lot of time with Coach Eric Wolford and his staff already. And just talking with Saban a lot of times uh, is just kind of open my eyes. and just let me realize what's real and what's not real. All right. You got a decision date? Uh. I want to say if I had to decide a uh, signing day, but I would like to choose before yeah. if if I feel at home somewhere.
0: Okay, and these visits will kind of take you through that. Do you have a plan to like narrow your list down? Like what's it going to be when you sit down? Do you imagine like you're going to have three hats on the table, five,
3: 10, like what's it going to look like? Uh, after, after I take these OVs, these OVs will kind of just narrow it down for me. Like these OV's are kind of um, just testing, like not testing the waters, but seeing what it would be like to be at each and one of these schools. Be a, be a Road Tide, be a Alabama, uh, be Ohio State, be at Florida. Just see what it's like to be in, uh, what a game day will actually look like. So these these next couple months are kind of my narrowing down process, and like you said, to the game day hats, um, it could be one, two, three, four. Or maybe eight hats on there I don't know what it's going to be but when I get there I hope to have a little bit of hats and a lot of great schools on there all right
0: Jordan Seton it's been a blast thank you for taking your time I know it's a busy schedule there at IMG Academy so I really appreciate you taking a little bit out of time to sit down and talk
3: on the inside scoop thank you for having me on three
0: Let's welcome in one of the top arms in the 2025 recruiting cycle, the number two ranked quarterback in the country from Brentwood Academy right here in Nashville, Tennessee. We welcome in George McIntyre. Welcome.
4: Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all having me on. Hey,
0: George, what's it like kind of being you? You know, you're entering your junior year of high school, but you're also talking to some of the best coaches in America being recruited by some of the best teams in America.
4: Uh, yes, sir. First and foremost, I'm very grateful for that. You know, I think the man above for that, but it's uh, it's definitely definitely a great experience. You know, getting getting advice from uh, those big time head coaches on a daily daily basis is a good feeling.
0: What's been one of the most surreal moments for you? Like when you realize, like, oh man, I'm on the phone with so and so. Yeah,
4: definitely, definitely say uh, probably my my uh, my first big offer was like Michigan, and it was uh, given to me in person by. Uh, by Coach Harbaugh on the field at uh, FIU. And that was a great feeling. And then also like my first time in uh, Coach Shaven's office. All
0: right, yeah, I know you had a busy summer. You were, you were taking a lot of visits, but you know, you got to put what matters first and that's football. What did you work on most in terms of your game this off season?
4: Yeah, um, it was definitely kind of harder to just focus fully on football right after the season got out because of basketball. But as soon as basketball was over, I was um, throwing uh, three to four times a week and then lifting every day. So definitely uh, footwork and you know, getting stronger.
0: All right, you took a lot of visits this offseason. You were at Alabama, you were at Michigan, you were at Clemson, you were at Georgia, you were at LSU, you were all over the place. You got to see a lot of different schools. And this weekend, you're going to make your first visit of the season. I'm jealous. You're going to Texas versus Alabama to watch that battle. Um, Where does Alabama stand in your recruitment?
4: You know, I feel like Alabama's done a really good job. Ever since uh, Coach Reese has uh, gotten the job there, uh, we've been on the phone quite a bit. You know, been there, down there a couple times since, and uh, you know, just being able to talk to Coach Saban and all the resources they have there—they have a lot of big-time coaches, so it's definitely good going down there. And
0: you know, you're located here in Nashville, Tennessee, mm-hmm. and the Tennessee Volunteers are playing some of the best football in your lifetime. You know, yeah. uh, do you feel? Well, I don't—I don't want to say pressure, but what do you think of staying in-state and playing for the Tennessee Volunteers?
4: Yeah, I think I've seen what Tennessee's done uh, with the 24 class, kind of walking down the state, all the guys that they wanted to get, they got mostly all of them. So that's impressive for, for me to see. And then, uh, you know, being an in-state kid growing up here, I, I wouldn't say I grew up a Tennessee fan, yeah. but I've always watched from from afar and, um, and uh, you know, kind of seeing, like, the chance from when they're bad to when they're good and how special that fang base can be when they're good like now is uh, is definitely really cool yeah
0: and then there's a third team a lot of people talk about in your recruitment and that's lsu uh what's your relationship like with that staff
4: yeah that's uh coach sloan he's uh he's one of the best best out there he's a great recruiter great coach great guy and uh i just i really enjoyed being at lsu uh got a couple friends down there now that are also recruits and uh, a couple of them are committed so uh yeah, it's been great every time I'm going down there. I talk to Coach Kelly quite a bit, and it's kind of a kind of a family feel with their their uh, staff.
0: Uh, I like to watch football. Everybody that's watching this, they love to watch college football as well. You love college football, but I have a feeling we all watch the game kind of differently. So when you sit down to watch a college football game, what are you focusing on?
4: Um, i come kind of watching the systems, like how, the, how they operate and, every, you know, the goal is to score a touchdown, but they do it many different ways mm-hmm. from the NFL down to college, down to high school. So, um You know just kind of seeing everybody's different system and what they like to do
0: all right what other games do you want to get to this fall
4: um i think uh definitely lsu night game probably at the arkansas game and then uh tennessee versus texas a and m at tennessee that'll be a big one and then uh, i'm trying to get out to ucla game as well oh really yeah okay cool um when it comes to your group of schools you know you have interest in a lot when do you plan on narrowing things down and kind of focusing in on a group um as far as like releasing a list, uh, I don't know. I would say I'm going to do it for a while, but we'll see. Um, you know, I feel like it doesn't really matter what's out on Twitter. It matters more what's uh, you know, in my heart and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Right.
0: Do you have a leader right now?
4: Um, I wouldn't say so. I'd say I'm kind of wide open. I don't think I'm close to a decision, but, uh, yeah, there's definitely some favorites. All right. So
0: George, what is it when it comes down to making a decision? What's one what of the most important factors
4: for you? Most important factors. I would say just kind of like, uh, I'd say development is a big, big part of it. Uh, kind of like a family feel as well, uh, like room, and uh, kind of are they on a winning trajectory where they're gonna either start winning or keep winning. Mm-hmm. So you know it's a lot easier to do it when you're winning.
0: Yeah, definitely. All right, I don't want to put any pressure on you. This is the last question.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, twenty-five quarterbacks, top the uh, class of twenty-five, are coming off the board left and right. Yeah. When do you plan on letting the people know when you're gonna come
4: in? Um, you know, I really don't know. I don't. I don't have a set date where I feel like I have to be committed by. Um, I don't think I'm gonna let a school rush rush me into a commitment. No, I'm good. just kind of, kind of, kind of feel it out, and I think when I know, I'll know. All right. So, yes,
0: do you think it'll be like before your senior year? Do you think
4: it'll you'll take it all the way to signing day of your senior
0: year? You know, like, no. like what's the time frame here?
4: Yeah, it'll probably be before my senior year. That's ideal. I guess, I would say. All right. Yes, sir.
0: There you have it, George McIntyre from Brentwood Academy joining us live in studio. Appreciate that, George. Yes, sir, of course. Thank you for watching. If you enjoyed that content, be sure to subscribe to the On Three Recruits channel. We have a new page dedicated only to recruiting. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button right now.